You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Glory to God. We finish our fast today. 21 days on the mountain, seeking God, praying the word, praying about different aspects of the word. And um, yeah, we're finishing today, but prayers are not finished. <laughs> we keep praying. We keep going into the word of God. We keep fasting from time to time. All right? Yes. So you, know, you want to build up spiritual energy so as to be able to experience quantum leap. Okay, so you, we, we need... We need to be consistent in building up our spiritual energy. We need to be consistent in building up the power of God in us. There is already power in you. Did you know that? But you see, that power needs to be activated. It needs to be activated. God made you in his image after his likeness. Just by being made in God's image... That puts, that puts the power of God in you. So that's why, even if you are not a Christian and you just, you are human, there's the energy of God in that person. And so if that energy is harnessed, it can do great things. Are you following me? Yeah. So when you have Jesus, you have, you have even greater chances to significantly make an impact in this generation. So that's what we're pressing into. And as we go into the Word today, I just want to pray. Stretch your hands to me, pray. Let the Lord help me because um, I'm just like, I'm trying to compress what is in my heart. So help, I need help. So help him, Jesus. Come on, pray for me. <laughs> Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Father, for your word. Lord, my God, I need your help. Anoint these lips of clay. Help me to communicate the oracles of God, the mind of God, the heart of God. Let there be a spirit-to-spirit -spirit communication. Lord, my God, let this not be a mental experience only. But let this be a spiritual experience. Oh God, mighty God, let there be an outpouring of your spirit through your word. Oh my God, let there be a stirring in every heart, both here and online. Oh God, I ask for a move of God in the hearts of your people in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus is Lord. Yes, he is Lord, and nobody can dethrone him. Do you know that? There's nobody that can dethrone Jesus. He was not voted in, so he cannot be voted out. You see, in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is not democracy. The kingdom of God is theocracy. All right, it's theocracy. You don't, you don't decide. You don't decide who will be Lord. It's already been established. All right, there are some countries that are still monarchies today. So where there is a king, I mean, the, the Queen of England, for instance, nobody voted her. And you can't vote her out. Because it's a kingdom. Do you understand me? Yeah, it's a kingdom. It's not, um, you know, United Kingdom is, is not like America. America, presidents come and go. She has seen so many of them come and go, but she's still on the throne. Even Charles is tired of waiting for his turn. <laughs> yes, he's the, he's the oldest um, uh, prince in waiting in history <laughs> and uh, yeah it's, 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 it's quite 
it's, it's quite a challenge for him. But um, hopefully... <laughs> hopefully the queen will just step down <laughs> and say, okay, Charles, take over. <laughs> no, until, until that happens... You know, there's, there's nothing Charles can do. He just has to wait. So when it comes to kingdom matters, there are things like that that have already been predetermined. Okay, there are things about you that have been predetermined, for instance. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. Do you understand? So for instance, if God wants to bless you, he doesn't need anyone's permission. He, he doesn't. Nobody, he, he doesn't seek counsel from anybody before he does anything. All right? So if God, if God raises you up and, and, and elevates you, it doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what people feel. So we are talking about faith for quantum leap. And when that happens, when it starts manifesting, let nobody, everybody should just be your friend. Because anybody that makes himself your enemy is in trouble. You get my point? Yeah. So in the kingdom, the way things happen are different. So we are in a democracy, and I know we're celebrating, we're enjoying, well, I hope we are, enjoying the democracy. But in the kingdom of God is a totally different ball game. Hallelujah. There are laws. There is a king that is on the throne. His name is Jesus. He is the king of kings. And he is the lord of lords. And not only that, he has made you and I kings and priests unto God. According to Revelation chapter 1 verse 6, right? Yeah. So, you might not feel like royalty, but you are royalty. I'm here to announce to somebody that you are royalty. And your royalty is not of this world. But it is of the kingdom of God. Where there is no scarcity. There is no, there is no infighting. There is no conniving and you know. The things that happen in the kingdoms of this world, they don't exist in heaven. The last time someone tried it in heaven, he was booted out before he knew it. He was out. And up till now, he is still trying to find his level. But the Bible tells us that he is still falling. He's still falling. He's not only a fallen angel. He's an angel that is still falling. He's falling right now as we speak. He's still falling. I'm telling you. Meanwhile, you are rising. Come on. You are rising. He is falling. You are rising. So that's why it doesn't matter what you face. It doesn't matter what comes against you. If you will harness the power of God that is in you, and we've talked about God's protons. Come on. Yeah, you, we've talked about God's protons and how God uses protons to, 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 um, to change things, to move your life. He uses his protons. Hallelujah. That is the positive charge. Positive electric charge of heaven is inside you. It's inside you. And that is what God is going to use as we continue to give him our lives, as we continue to give him our time, as we continue to focus on him and spend time with him. There comes a concentration. Do you understand me? There comes a concentration of the power of God in your life. When you spend time with God, it I'm telling you, it will change you. This 21 days, you might not have realized it, but your life has changed already. 
Yeah, your life has changed. There's some of you, your dreams, you even start noticing your dreams are getting clearer and clearer. How many people notice that? Okay, that's right. Those things are not ordinary, I'm telling you. Spiritual things are real. Yeah. So God is working. He is working through the time you give to him. When you give him time, he uses that time to infuse you with more energy. With more power. With more love. Hallelujah. With whatever you need to carry out your assignment. Because each and every one of us is called to rule. There's nobody, there's nobody that should be living under. God wants to raise you up as a living testimony. As a living example of what he can do with a life that is dedicated to him. So that is what is going on. Let's look at Matthew chapter 6. Yes, I've been dwelling on this verse 33 for some time now. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. And we said that word first in the Greek is proton. Okay. That word Greek in the, uh, that word first in the Greek is proton and that is speaking of the positive electric charge of God. The positive electric charge of God is in when you begin to prioritize the kingdom first. If you put yourself first, there is no proton in that. But if you put God first, you now position yourself for the positive electric charge of heaven to be released in your life. And that's the power. That's the power that holds all things together. That's, that's the power that is going to cause things to change. So you don't need to be afraid of negative situations. As long as you have protons, enough protons in your life, the negative is even good because it's opportunities for manifestation. Are you getting my point? Yeah, so when the negative comes, it's okay. It's okay. Let them come. Let them gather. Let, let them all gather. <laughs> yes. The negative, we know the negative is the electrons, right? They, they should be... Um, around your life, circulating your life, but then you allow the protons, the positive charge of God's um, energy to begin to build up. And so when it mixes with the negative, it produces manifestation. So there is, there is, there is the, a level of energy that is required to produce the miracle that you need. Yeah, there is, there is. There, it, it, it takes supernatural energy to produce miracles. And so that's why things like prayer are important. Prayer builds up energy in the spirit. The word of God builds up energy in the spirit. So when you spend time in prayer, when you spend time in the word, it builds up energy in your spirit, man. And that's why a lot of times you get so distracted when you want to pray. Oh, is it just me? It happens. Does it happen to you? Yes, that's right. The moment you say you want to pray, oh man. Oh, this person starts calling you. The time, the time you decide I want to fast, you start getting free lunches. Have you noticed that? Yeah. You start getting free lunches. But you see, fasting also increases. The energy of God in your life. It increases the energy of God in your life. So if we're going to move from this level to the next level, we need to build more energy. Build more energy in the spirit. Hallelujah. Spend time in the word. Spend time in prayer. So the fact that we're ending our, our fast today does not mean that you now say, oh, wow, okay, finally. 
You now stop reading your Bible. You now stop praying. You are taking a break from prayer. When you take a break from prayer, do you know what you are doing? Spiritually, it means a lot. When you take a break from prayer, spiritually, you are, you are weakening yourself. And you're making yourself an easy target. Then you don't have enough protons to change things. Say, oh, pastor, what about people who are not born again? I mean, they're moving them. Do you know how they're moving? You don't know. Why don't you mind your business? No, why don't you mind your business? You don't know. Just do what you know to do. Stick to what God said you should do. In the fullness of time. Come on. In the fullness of time. Everything has a gestation period. When the time to birth your miracle comes. Nobody can stop it. Nobody can stop it. The whole of creation will line up and make room for you when God's time comes. But while you're preparing, do something. Okay, do something. Make it a, a daily practice to always read the Word of God. Read the Word of God every single day of your life. Why? Your spirit needs it. Because that's what enables you. That's what enables you to, to, to overcome whatever obstacle comes your way. And remember, faith comes by hearing. Is that not so? And hearing by the word of God. Now, if faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, and you don't get into the word of God, what does that mean to your faith? Turn with me to the book of Romans, chapter 3. Romans, chapter 3. And I want to read verse 27. It says, where is boasting then? Okay, he had been talking. He had, talking, he had been talking about the righteousness that comes through faith and all of that. And, and now he says, he says where, is, where is boasting then? Is it excluded? By what law of works? No, but by the law of faith. There is the law of faith. Like I said to you, there are laws that govern the universe. Okay? There are laws that govern the universe. For instance, gravity, there is nothing you can do about gravity. You just have to line up with gravity. Okay? You, you just have to line up with gravity. You cannot say, I don't believe in gravity. Whether you, don't be, whether you believe or not, it makes no difference. Gravity is there. If you jump up, you will fall down. Okay? Yeah. So, um, in the spirit as well, there is the law of faith. There is the law of faith. So, when we talk about faith for quantum leap, there, there are laws that govern the operation of faith that will produce quantum leap in your life. Yes. So it is by the law of faith. Now, when you read chapter 4 of Romans, he expounds on this law of faith. Okay. The book of Romans is, is um, Paul's um, what will I call it? Masterpiece. That he, he captures the gospel and he expounds it in the book of Romans. All right. So here he's talking about the law of faith, but let's look at a few verses in chapter 4. And then we will bring it and tie it to, tie it to your... Um, to your protons and how we can begin to experience that and apply that in our lives. Okay, from this year, your life is going to be moving 
in quantum leaps. Okay, in quantum leaps. So you are going to have many quantum leaps. You will experience many, many quantum leaps as you continue to apply the Word of God and as you continue to work in line with the Word of God, things will begin to happen in your career, things will happen. In your personal life, things will happen. In your studies, things will happen. In your relationships, things will happen. In your ministry, things will happen. You will just be seeing God manifest. Glory to God. Yeah. So in Romans chapter 4, let me read verse 13. He says, For the promise that he would be heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Do you know, do you know that when God called Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, uh, from verse 1, God told Abraham to leave his father's house, okay, leave his country, leave his people, and he says, go to a land that I will... Uh, go to a land that I will show you. He says, I'll make your name great. Okay? I'll make, I'll make your name great and so on. And Abraham left. And later on, we see, I think around chapter uh, 15, God makes a covenant with Abraham. And God now begins to allocate to Abraham and his descendants the land of promise. Okay? God told him, I'm going to give you this land you are standing on. I'm going to give it to you and to your descendants. And, and uh, Abraham said, how shall I know that these things will happen? And then God went ahead and said, go get me a three-year-old heifer. And then, you know, to cut a covenant in order to give Abraham the assurance that without a doubt, what he promised will come to pass. In fact, let's just look there. Keep your finger here. We'll come back here. And let's look at Genesis, uh, Genesis chapter 15. And see, and see what, what God did. Okay. I'm trying to show you something here which is uh, important, okay? Now, for the sake of time, I'll just go uh, to verse 15 of Genesis chapter 15. It says, Now as for you, you shall go to your fathers in peace, and you shall be buried in, at, a, at a good old age. But in the fourth generation, they shall return here. Talking about the descendants of Abraham, okay? They shall return here. Uh, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. And it came to pass when the sun went down that it was dark, and behold, there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between those pieces. On the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham. Okay? The Lord made a covenant with Abraham. But now, remember, God had said to him in the beginning of the chapter, you are going to inherit this land. This place that you are a stranger, this place that you are uh, a nomad and you are living in tents, going from place to place, place to place. You say, I'm going to give you the land, not just a house, not just a property. I'm going to give you the land. Okay? This is God speaking. So Abraham says, how shall I know? And God's answer was, go and get some animals. And he knew exactly what God had in mind. Then, so, now, look at verse 18. He says, the second part, he says, To your descendants I have given this land. Not I'm going to. I have done it already, right? He says, I have given this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. Now, from Egypt, Euphrates is in Iraq. Okay, God is saying, I've given you, I've given to your descendants from here, this river of Egypt, right? Right 
to the uh, river Euphrates, the Canaanites, the Canaanites, the Cadomites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Raphim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Gergesites, and the Jebusites, and all otherites. He says, I have given their land to you and to your descendants. In other words, this covenant that I've entered into with you is your title deed for this land. Now, this land geographically is in Palestine, okay, in the, in the Middle East today. But why am I bringing you here? I want, I'm bringing you here because I want to tie it to Romans chapter 4. Let's go back to Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4 verse 13. Let's read 13 again. Read 13 again with the understanding that the land he was given was restricted to, the, to a, a part of the Middle East. Okay? And... But now, look at what God is saying to Abraham, uh, what the Bible is saying. For the promise that he would be heir of what? Of Palestine. God has upgraded the promise. Hallelujah. God has upgraded it. God has lifted. He has increased. This is quantum leap. I'm telling you on another level. This is quantum leap on another level. It was located just between the, 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 the river of Egypt. Okay, the, the river of Egypt we know is the Nile River to Euphrates. So from Egypt to Iraq, we know. According to this covenant, that's what God gave to him. But now what we are seeing is that quantum leap has occurred. Now God is saying, the whole world, Abraham, I'm giving to you. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Hallelujah. If God is the landlord of the earth, he has a right to give it to whoever he wants. And there's no vote about it. It's an imperial decision. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He has made a decision as Abraham, okay, fine. You are now heir of the world. That means even South Africa belongs to Abraham. Everywhere. It all belongs to him. That's why we are children of Abraham today. Hallelujah. You don't need to be a natural Jew to be a child of Abraham. No. Say, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, let's skip. Let's skip to verse 17. It says, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things that do not exist as though they did. We're talking about the law of faith. The law of faith calls those things that do not exist as though they exist. Do you know, do you know that life in life, okay, in life, life is not only made up of what you see. Most of life you don't see. Okay? Yeah, most of life, there, there are many things, most things about life you don't even see. First of all, you don't even see your organs. You, you, you don't see your kidney. You don't, except for technology today, you, you don't see. But you know it's there, right? The fact that you woke up this morning <laughs> tells you that you, your heart is beating. But you don't, you, how many people, you, have you seen your heart? Huh? You don't want to see it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But it's there. So the point is that there are things, so many things. For example, you know, I mean, you've never seen an atom, right? Have you seen atoms? 
you can't see with your naked eyes, right? You can't see with your naked eyes. You need some special technology. Once you start going to the nano level and you start seeing these things, it's a, it's, it's a wonder. God is too much. So the things that are seen, Hebrew tells us, that were made out of things that were not seen. In other words, even the visible thing, this thing here is made up of atoms that are not seen. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, don't, don't restrict yourself to just what you can see and hear and feel. There's more to life than that. There's more to life than that. So Abraham believed in God who calls those things that be not as though they were. So if you're going to operate in the quantum level, you need to start walking by faith. You need to start walking by faith. Don't, don't say, oh, well, I'm a realist. You know, I, you know I, if I don't see it, it doesn't exist. That, that, that's foolish. That's actually an uneducated statement. Yeah. Because there's so many things that you don't see that are real. So many things. So we, we must open ourselves to the supernatural. Open ourselves to the unseen realm. Hallelujah. So that God will start working, bringing those things. Those things that you've seen in your dreams. Let them come to pass. Let them start coming to pass. Yeah. Those things that you've seen in your imagination. In the place of prayer. In the place of meditation. In the place of just, you know. You're just... Walking on your own and then boom, this thing just flashes before you. I've told you several times about my experience when I first saw, when I first, when I had a vision of the flat screen TV. This was in the 80s. So imagine, there was nothing like that in existence. But in my spirit, I saw it on the wall, flat. And when I told my friends, they made fun of me. It's like, <laughs> come on, Eric, what's wrong with you? Yeah, because the cool thing, the in thing was the bigger your TV, the cooler it was. At the time, then I'm talking about a flat screen. But God was showing me something. So that's why some of you, God has shown you things and you've just left them there. You've just dropped them because of negative things around you. You must learn to build enough protons to overcome every negative. Yeah. You must. You're a king for something. It's for a reason that God made you a king and a priest. God's protons operate in the kingdom level. Kingdom dimension. That's where things begin to happen. When you start operating, you know, quantum physics is not, it, there's a spiritual side to it. I'm telling you, there's a spiritual side to it. I'll give you an example. I mean, how many people, you remember when Jesus rose from the dead after the resurrection, The disciples were in the room. The door was closed. And Jesus entered without opening the door. How do you explain that? Ha ha. Ha ha ha. You see, that's quantum level. Yeah. How? Do you remember? Okay. I don't want to bore you with science, okay? <laughs> But sometimes I can't help it. 
You remember the theory of relativity. How many people did a bit of science? Okay, you did a little bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Albert Einstein. Yeah, remember that theory. Huh? E equals to what? MC squared. Yeah. Okay. E equals to MC squared. You, you know, the speed of light. Okay, let's talk about the speed of light. The speed of light. How many... How many miles per second? <laughs> yeah, 186,000 miles per second. That's the speed of light. Okay? Now, Einstein is saying, you know, E equals to MC squared. That's... That speed times two, uh, times itself, squared, right? So what happens is that in the spirit, and Einstein said that if you can get anything to move at this speed, it will become invisible. Yeah, and he also said, I remember, he said, he said if it moves at that speed, it will also be eternal. Hello? So, what happens is that if you get into that quantum level, if you get into that dimension, things begin to move at the speed. At the speed that the natural mind cannot explain. So, for, for God, for Jesus, after resurrection, he could interface he could move in and out of that realm so after he rose from the dead what happened is that you can lock the doors if i'm moving at that speed there's nothing that can stop so he now has to slow down so that they can meet him and interact with him are you getting my point Yo, so that's how, and as we move, as we keep pressing into the move of God, as we keep pressing into the, the revival that is coming, that we're praying for daily, I'm telling you, it's going to get to a point that people will move. That's what happened to Philip. You will be in Johannesburg, the Holy Spirit will take you, and you find yourself in Limpopo, in one rural place, and you preach to the people, he takes you and you find yourself in the Eastern Cape. He takes you. It is in the quantum realm that these things happen. That's why we need more protons. Hallelujah. Yeah. So when, 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 when you build enough protons, God can move. God will do things in your life. He will do things through your life that will shock you. And these things, they're not just in the Bible. They're happening as we speak. <laughs> it's just that we don't know yet. But I know it's happening. I, I heard about a time that uh, Aura Roberts, who's going to be with the Lord now, he was a great, I mean, God used him mightily, great evangelist um, with a healing power. Laid hands over on over a million people. That's just laying hands. One million people. In the course of, his, of his, his ministry. Because the healing power of God was in his hands. So God told him, you, you need to lay your hands on them. So he, he laid hands on one, over one million people. One day, he came after, a, I think, one of his crusades or so. He... He, he, got, he got back and he was tired, exhausted. And he got back and he fell asleep, I think, on the couch. He fell asleep on the couch. Now, he, was, he didn't even remove his boots. He was, 
in, in, his, in, his, uh, in his clothes, you know. <laughs> Just sat down there and he fell asleep. And he had a dream. Well, it looked like a dream. He found himself somewhere in, in, in a rural place. And he was preaching and he was, he was laying hands on the people. Laying hands on the people. And that place was muddy. The place was muddy, okay? So he was laying hands on people, laying hands on people. And then after some time, by the time it was morning, he woke up. But guess what? When he woke up, his boots had the mud of the place that he saw himself. Now, he had a TV ministry. He was the pioneer of Christian TV. So he had a TV ministry and he was preaching on TV. Somebody saw him on TV in Russia. And they wrote him to thank him for coming to pray for their village. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's a quantum level. How do you explain that? I mean, he, his mind, he, he couldn't, I mean, when he woke up in the morning, he couldn't understand where, how did this mud, and I believe that God left that mud on his shoes as a witness, as a testimony to, to the fact that what he experienced was not a dream. He was translated to that place. He ministered to those people, laid hands on them, and then he was brought back by the Holy Spirit. And then to confirm that God arranged for one of those people to see him preaching on TV. And then to write him, to thank him for coming to pray for them. And he, the, 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 the guy saying they all got healed. Because that village, there was something like a... Uh, like a a plague or whatever, and people were dying. People were dying, and God brought our robbers there to stop that plague. Hallelujah. I mean, this is, is recorded, what I'm sharing with you. It's a real story. So this thing we're talking about as we're pressing into God, let's believe God. If we don't, if we don't have faith that God can do such things, we will never see them. We'll never see them. But these things are real. Hallelujah. So God can just accelerate your life and take you to the speed of light. <laughs> yes. 186,000 times 186,000. And cause you to move at that speed and you get somewhere in a flash. At the speed of thought, you're already there. At the ends of the earth. Some of you will find yourself, you're, you're, you're sleeping, you'll find yourself in China somewhere, just speaking to the people. And God will supernaturally give you their language and you will speak to them in their language. Come on. Hallelujah. And after that, he will bring you back again. You start speaking Zulu or whatever you speak. Shangan, if it's sunny. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, so the, the, these are things that exist in the kingdom. And those things. You know, the Bible talks about the powers of the age to come. That's, that's part of it. That's part of it in Hebrews. It talks about the powers of the age to come. That's part of the powers of the age to come. In the, in, in the realm of the spirit, in heaven, you don't need to talk. You, need, you don't need to open your mouth to talk. You can communicate without talking. Yeah. I remember my late mom told me of when you know, to, in the, towards the end of her life, one of the times, 
when Jesus visited her, she said, he, he stood by the door and he was talking to her, but he didn't open his mouth. He was commending her and he was just telling her, you know, everything will be over, you know, and all. But I remember what she said. He didn't open his mouth, but he was talking and she heard what he said. Hallelujah. So the even communication is going to be enhanced to levels that we're not used to in the natural. You just walk into a place, you just know their thoughts. <laughs> you better make sure your thoughts are clean. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And that's what, that's what Jesus did. Many times he'll be with them and they'll be talking. Jesus will say, why are you thinking this? He would, he would access them, their, their, their thought life. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be good? Yeah, you just, you're sitting in that boardroom and then you just say, why are you thinking this? Stop it. It's not good. Don't think such terrible things about me, you know? <laughs> you will scare people. <laughs> but I'm telling you, this thing is real. It's there. It's part of your inheritance. It's part of what you are called to walk in. But you have to. Build up to that place in God where you can experience things. So it doesn't take God anything to change you. The reason why it's taking time is because God is still building you. He's still growing you. He's still developing you. That's why things take time. It's not because God is... You know, um, God is delaying. No, no, no. It, actually, you are the one delaying. If you will mature quickly, then things will happen more quicker. Yeah. Because he knows if he takes you into that, I mean, look at what I explained about um, uh, our robbers. If that happens to some of us, you know, we're going, to, we're going to start in next, uh, whatever, Jack and Jill, Jack and Jill Ministry of Teleportation, <laughs> International Incorporated. <laughs> yeah. God can trust us with such manifestations. We're not ready. Oh Lord, do this for me. Do. Are you ready? And there are many things that will show you are ready. Remember the proton. <laughs> first things first. The kingdom first. God first. All those things we've been sharing, you need to start applying them because those are things that will accelerate your life. Yeah. Start prioritizing your time with God. From this year, let your time with God be a priority. Your time with God must be your foremost, you know, it should be the first, the top, your most valued time has to be your time with God. Time, spend time to worship him. Spend time to pray. Spend time in his word. Spend time to obey him. Spend time to please him. Yo, all of these things would help us. It would help us. Glory to God. Oh my. I think God is helping me. <laughs> Glory to God. How many people love this quantum level? Yes. 
You want, you want to flow in this. You want to operate in this. Then you need to heed this word. He calls those things that be not as though they were. It's not that those things don't exist. It's just that they exist in a different dimension. Okay? They exist in a different dimension. Your dreams. If, if you, somebody once said, if you, can, if you can dream it, you can do it. If you can, if you can imagine it, that means it is possible. And remember the time that the Wright brothers got up and decided that they want to fly. And they started dreaming of flying. And people were so, people were so, um, so upset with them. What are you trying to do? They were persecuted. They were, they were persecuted by the society for thinking that man can fly. How dare you think like that? But they kept at it. And look at a hundred years later. Jumbo jets. You know. You get onto the plane. And in six, uh, in six hours you are in Nigeria. Get onto the plane from here. In nine hours, you're in London. It was never possible before. But I believe that those boys, they were able to zero into that realm. And then they brought it and started working at it. So if you want to, if you want to start working and experiencing quantum leaps, you need to start capturing those things that the Holy Spirit will show you. Yeah. Start working on them. Be ready to fight the negativity. If negativity comes, stop crying. Don't, don't, don't have a pity party because everybody, nobody understands you. It's okay. They were not there. To receive it like you. Okay? So forgive them for not understanding. Even when you try to explain, they can't understand. It's okay. Do you think, do you think it was easy for Abraham? What's your name? He used to be Abram. What's your name? No, Abraham. Huh? You don't even have one child. You say, father of, father of what? Multitudes. What are you saying? <laughs> Don't you think they would have mocked him? Huh? And Sarah. They would have been mocking them. <laughs> these people, this old guy. <laughs> Too much frustration has caused them to now change their names. Imagine what, imagine what the neighbors would be saying. Say, from now, please, my name is no more Abraham. As from today, my name is Abraham. Who? <laughs> I go, did you hear what he said? That old man is losing it. Did that stop the miracle? No, it didn't. It didn't. Opposition doesn't stop you. That's what I've realized. Opposition does not stop you. Actually, they are stepping stones. They are stepping stones. People might not understand you. It's okay. Don't judge them for, for not understanding you. They will. Later on, when you start walking in it. Today, the Wright brothers are heroes. By then, they were like... Jumpless <laughs> weirdos. <laughs> yeah? Oh my. So let me read, let me read, let me read. I want to stop now. Time is gone. It says, and um, 
verse 19. He says, and not being weak in faith. You see, Abraham, there is, there are opportunities to be weak in faith. Being weak in faith is when you allow the negatives to overpower your protons. That's when your faith becomes weak. So don't allow it. Okay? Abraham was not weak in faith. He did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not consider it. He was not weak. Say, I refuse to be weak in faith. I choose to be strong in faith. Hallelujah. Amen. I refuse to look at my situation. I, lo- I refuse to look at the negativity around me. I refuse to listen to the negative things people are saying. I choose to believe the word of God. I choose to believe his promises. Amen. Yeah. So Abraham was not weak in faith. You need to be strong in faith. You've come down from this mountain. You need to start walking in strength now. You need to start walking in power. Hallelujah. Start walking in conviction that God has said it. He will bring it to pass. I might not know how. I might not know when. But he'll do it again. He'll do it again in my life. He will do it again for us. Hallelujah. Amen. We might not be understood. People might not understand us. It's okay. It's okay if they don't understand. But one day they will understand. Just like for Abraham, one day they realized, Oh my goodness. This thing he was saying has now come to pass. I can see it now. Huh? We're saying 10% of Midran. You cannot see it now. You don't understand it. But one day, one day, hallelujah, people will look and say, wow. Wow. Look at them. They're walking in so much power. They're walking in so much glory. They are so anointed. They are so wise. What kind of wisdom is this? Hallelujah. They'll say, look at It's like this, this is a church of wise people. It's like oh, there's no poor person in that church. It's, it's like, oh my God, everybody in that church is anointed. Everybody in that church is so powerful. Those are the kind of things they will be saying about us. Hallelujah. So wouldn't it be nice when when the counselor in this area, they, they have issues, they come to us and say, please, this is a problem we have, can you help us out? It's coming. Hallelujah. It's coming. So let's keep building up. Just keep building up your faith. Just keep building those protons. Just keep charging those protons. Hallelujah. Keep expanding those protons. With time, you're going to see the finger of God. You will see the hand of the Lord in your life. You will become the envy of the town. Hallelujah. Because when you open your mouth, it will be like, thus says the Lord. That's to tell you how wise. You'll be so connected to the Father. The Holy Spirit would have taken over so much of your thinking and your speaking. That when you speak, people will say, wow. We've never heard this kind of wisdom before. Yes. It's coming. It's building up. Hallelujah. 
He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. I want you to be strengthened in faith. Be strong in the faith. That business will take off. Don't write it off. I'm speaking to somebody right now. Don't write it off. Hold on. Stand on. It is going to come to life. It's going to become powerful. It is going to become formidable. I'm telling you, God is speaking to you. Don't be weak in faith. Be strong. Hold on to God's word. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Stand and keep speaking. Keep declaring. It takes time, but it will come. It will come to pass. Though the vision tarries, wait for it. It will surely come to pass. It will not delay. It will come to pass. Amen. Glory to God. How many people believe God for quantum leaps? Yes, you have faith for quantum leaps. Glory to God. Let's rise up on our feet. Come on, just begin to talk to the Lord. Tell the Lord, Lord, I'm trusting you for quantum leap in my life. Whatever it is you're going through, I don't know where you are in your walk with God. I don't know where you are in your experience, in your life experience. But I want you to know that if you do not give up, if you will continue to hold on to the word of God, the promises of God, like your father Abraham, who was not weak in faith, you will have cause to celebrate. You will have cause to testify. Yes. Now you can barely make it. But I'm telling you, the time is going to come that you'll be feeding multitudes. You'll be feeding multitudes. God will use you to bless masses of people. God will use your life to touch many lives. If people ridicule you, if they persecute you, it's okay. It's okay. They don't understand. Forgive them and keep pressing on. Don't be distracted by what people say. Just focus. Focus on what God is saying. And I'm telling you, as you do that, God is going to show up in your life. There will be manifestations of quantum proportions in your life in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your people. I declare a release of quantum proportions manifestations of quantum proportions in the lives of your people in the name of Jesus where there is weakness I speak strength in the name of Jesus establish them oh God let them be rooted let them be established oh God let nothing let nothing defeat them. Because greater is he that is in them than he that is in the world. You are the greater one. You, oh Lord my God, will show yourself strong on their behalf. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord run to and fro upon the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose hearts are upright towards him. Lord, I ask that you will show yourself strong on their behalf. 
in the name of Jesus. In the fullness of time, you will silence the voice of critics in their lives. In the name of Jesus. Those who ridicule them will testify, oh God, of your workings in their lives. I declare that in the name of Jesus. I declare that. Failure is not their portion. I declare crossovers, multiple crossovers for them. Oh, my Lord and my God, thank you, Jesus. My Lord, my God, say this after me. Say, I am crossing over. I have crossed over. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. I am one with the Almighty. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and I are one. I declare in the name of Jesus that God's proton powers are activated in my life for quantum leap and unimaginable manifestations. Therefore, I am crossing over from death to abundant life and supernatural breakthrough. I know that I'm crossing over. I'm crossing over from death and destruction to divine life and miraculous provision and preservation. I'm crossing over from ignorance and foolishness to divine revelation and insight to supreme understanding and infinite wisdom. I'm crossing over from poverty, lack, and want into prosperity, limitless riches, and abundant wealth. I'm crossing over from confusion, from failure, from frustration to clarity of vision, good success, and great fulfillment and satisfaction. I'm crossing over from crippling doubt and paralyzing defeat into great faith and unprecedented victory. I'm crossing over from the prison of fear and torment into divine courage and glorious liberty. I have crossed over. I am crossing over from malignant hatred, malice, and bitterness to unfailing love, forgiveness, perfect peace, perpetual joy, and pleasantness in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.